What's up, coffee boys? I'm about to talk with Kins and Tio of Three Keys Coffee. And we are gonna play around with pour over bloom times and see what kind of difference it makes to use an extended bloom time, like a minute or two minutes, versus the shorter 30 second bloom time. And if you're unfamiliar, the bloom time is the initial pour that you do to kind of rinse off the coffee and prep it, get it ready for the actual brew. Along the way, we talk about what it means to be a barista, the difficulties and challenges of becoming a good barista, some of the myths and best practices of roasting, of what it means to taste and experience coffee in ways other than the standard descriptors that we often come across. How to make what Three Keys has done to make coffee more inviting and welcoming to folks that don't know what bergamot is, like myself. Hope you get something from the experiment and if nothing else, enjoy the conversation half as much as I did. Tio, Kins, Three Keys Coffee, enjoy. Hey, hey! Hey, how are you guys? Good, how are you? Good, good. It's some fall weather. Oh, yeah. It's, what are you? you know, fall and it's in Oh, yeah. Like yeah, fall and Houston's like 60. Yeah. <laughs> 70. <laughs> Sub 70. <laughs> Thanks for joining me, you guys. It's, I don't, I don't know why I feel like, I feel really excited to see you guys because we've been chatting. I know. <laughs> I know. It's like, I feel like we've DM'd so much. It's yeah. like, I feel like I know you. Right. You and, you and Kenzo are like, best buddies uh you know pen pals and stuff i always don't know but it's like a lot of times i'll reply and i know some people probably assume it's Tio, and like i just kind of let them roll with it i'm like yeah, yeah but. okay yeah i probably do that too yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i'll try to if it if it gets kind of weird i might say like this is canceled <laughs> like right. just so people are like why does this why does Tio talk with so many exclamation marks right. and emojis why is he so <laughs> He's always like, why do you use so many emojis? So I had to show it with my emojis. That's uh, that's funny. So I guess we can jump right into it. Let me show y'all what coffee I'm using. Mm -hmm. What with the George Powell? Did you y'all get this? Yeah, I think I've gone oh, through all of mine already. <laughs> I was gonna ask. It was like, should we be using the same coffee? Well, I really like the idea of like both of us using different coffees. We can use okay. like, our own separate recipe. And then we'll see if, like, between us, we get the same results. I think we both have this, right? The Zambia anaerobic. You still have some left? No. I had just a little sample. I use it already. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Right. I mean, we do sell coffee of our own, so is this not a time for product placement? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> We're going with this Ethiopia whoosh whoosh we have that we got from another local roaster who's kind of like Tio's mentor, actually. Luce Ave. So, oh, where's the camera? Okay, there we go. And so, okay, well, I have already got my coffee ground. My water's heated up, so I'll let y'all go ahead and do that. Yeah, what grind that. setting are you using? I'm using, y'all got the Barata? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm, on, 16. Okay, 16. that's what I use for V60, so. We have never used the origami yet. This is our very first. What? All um, So we actually got this from uh, Through Good, Pastor Rudy's shop. When we were in there, we saw he had some on the shelf. So that's where we grabbed ours. We were like, well, we've been meaning to try using the origami. All right. So we are we're ready. following the same recipe or what are we doing? Oh, because because we wanted to talk about bloom times. So, yes. so okay. have y'all played around with like bloom time? What's, what do you usually like bloom your coffee to or how long? 30 seconds. Yeah, we, we, yeah. Yeah, like seconds. 50 grams, 40, 50 grams, 30 seconds. Mm hmm mm hmm Okay, cool. Uh, me too, usually. I've been doing like a minute long these days. Uh, okay. I was kind of like in that. I want to try maybe go up to two minutes, two or three minutes. All right. Two minutes. All right. Oh, 
push the envelope. Push. Let's talk about this, What are you doing? He's letting the dog out. Let's talk about this. Okay. Because now, I mean, because what what we're saying is that we're letting it oxidize more or longer, right? So does that, will that have a positive effect or adverse effect on the coffee, the taste of the coffee? Because, yeah, how does water, air, you know, wet grinds and air, how does that react? You know what I'm saying? In terms of flavor. Good question. Some former Reese champion, I don't know his name, came up with this recipe to do in like three pours, the first pour being the bloom and he waited for one minute and he said that it was to extract more sweetness. My only theory I've come up with is that it's doing more work still, like even after the, it's drawn down, it's still like working to, you know, I don't know. I thought I had a theory before, but now I feel like I'm just pushing. It wasn't, it wasn't a quiz or anything. I think he was just like, nice. yeah, I'm like, yeah, just for, for thought. Like, or not quiz, yeah. but you know what I mean. Under pressure. No, because I got too depressed. Right, yes. No, my, my, I think it's something about sweetness. That, that's interesting. So I mean, like we'll, a, a parallel and, this is like and roasting. like a super sweet coffee. So we'll be able to tell like what, you know. A parallel in roasting is that, you know, they have, the, there's this theory or fact, I don't know if it's a theory or if it's like proven, but you can like, if you extend out like this initial, like that browning phase or whatnot, like it brings out more sweetness. It's something about kind of extending out that development or, you know, that, that phase of roasting that, um, it actually brings out more sweetness in the coffee. So it's kind of interesting to hear that, you know, from a brew perspective, mm -hmm. extending out that initial, um, that initial bloom um, before just immersing it, you know, with just, you know, a bath of water uh, can, can, can affect the cup in a positive way where you get that, that, that additional sweetness out of it. So yeah, interesting. I learned something today or we'll, we'll find out, you know, we'll do our own little test or whatever, but yeah, that's interesting. What, what is the browning? What is that? You preheat the, like the things? Uh, so, uh, so, so you'll hear, you'll hear a term called like Maillard phase, Maillard reaction. Um, so it's, it's, it's when you're going from like drying, uh, you're coming out of your drying phase. So that's like the preheating. Um, and uh, you can kind of you can manipulate how you develop a roast based on you know a couple things like what charge temperature um, you're dropping you know dropping your beans at um, how much heat you're applying in the initial during that initial roast like are you gonna is it heat shock or is it a heat soak um, and so that's kind of what we're doing here is like we're saying we're not gonna shock it with a bunch of water we're gonna let it soak and that, you know, that first 50 grams for a minute, let that soak, give it time to sort of acclimate itself. Um, let the grinds acclimate itself to the water and let it do its thing before forcing, forcing, you know, uh, uh, an immersion or a bath of water down its throat. <laughs> so, so, you know what I'm saying? Um, complete, complete the brew. So um, just the, what I'm hearing is that patience could, you know, uh, result in a more pleasant cup. You know, if you're patient about your pour over, um, you might get better results out of it. So. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, let's see. Uh, <laughs> We're about to see. <laughs> we are about to see. We keep things simple. Um, I think it's because we know also that a lot of folks who are trying our coffee may not have access to a whole bunch of things. And so we like to taste it both like how a connoisseur might try to taste it, but also how, Put you know, everything on a, you know, a grandma or something might try to taste it and make sure that it kind of works. Yeah. However. Yeah. So yeah, we put everything on drip. Yeah. Okay. At least to taste it. Um, but we also try espresso and Chemex and v60s a lot of v60s especially yeah. anyway i used to like v60 but now it's like my preferred uh, yeah like that's my like go-to i used to i used to give like very negative facial reactions to like v60 you know coffee from a v60 but now i'm like man put that on a v60 
So yeah, it, it has yeah, it you know, it's evolved. All right. Okay. So how long are we blooming for this one? This one, let's do thirty seconds. Okay. Actually, let's do the long bloom time first. Go. Been a long day. Try to get away to my safe place to see your face. I need some shade. So, oh wait, were we doing two minutes or thirty no, seconds for this? I thought we was doing them. Shit, I fucked up. <laughs> That's what I was like, wait, did we mess up something? No, no, no. Okay. Okay. Well, you'll just, just add, like, you, you know, we'll, we'll do it. We'll, yeah. we'll figure it out. The order, yeah. <laughs> so tell me this, what's, um, does the, like, the fanned, you know, Chevron or whatever kind of design, does this, is this supposed to like help or do anything to the actual yeah. coffee? I have very limited like knowledge on the whole history and backstory of the origami. I know I read something that like there was some like Bruce Champion or something who used it, and then everybody's like, "Whoa, origami!" Oh. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I want to share if it's like just aesthetically <laughs> appealing or if it actually enhanced the extraction or something you know like i mean i think it's mostly the aesthetics but um i have read of a couple mostly there's theories as to why like some people think that it, it is better for brewing uh one is like it has a wider hole at the bottom there'd be more of like a free fall situation where like nothing uh impeding like the bottom part helps something somehow um but then also like the fact that the paper is not completely like touched on like there's those gaps with each of the, the prongs like that um also are y'all gonna play music? Is that what I heard? I can. You gotta ask me. I don't hear y'all music. Play some music. All right, let me grab some. Been working on a new playlist for this Tanzania that we're about to drop. Actually, I can't even take credit for the playlist. I have to um, give all credit to um, my guy Delvin at Equatorial Coffee. So um, did something really cool uh, with this Tanzania in that, um, you know, it's our first time working together. So we um, sourced the Tanzania through him. And as part of that whole collaborative effort, he's like, yo, you know, can I get the keys to the playlist? And I was like, yeah, let's see what you got. Um, or actually I approached him about it and he's like, got excited, um, but came came through with a dope playlist so that was like one last thing to think about okay. um so yeah let's uh so y'all have start. a playlist for every coffee you make mm -hmm. yeah okay. that's very cool so like um like take for example like our brazil we call it bossa nova and so that one's gonna be like latin american jazz like latin mm -hmm. themed jazz that sort of um also you'll find a little bit with our like guatemala yeah. ghost note um, and then like our Honduras, it was called Smooth Arm Blues. And so it was like Louis Armstrong, some Billie Holiday, like really like the horns, but kind of that era of jazz. Um, so yeah, we try to have everything match to what, you know, what we feel the vibe of that coffee is. Yeah. Okay, very cool. Um, yeah, when I saw the, the concept of uh, y'all's coffee, carrying music notes, 
with coffee nose, what? <laughs> like that's how I'm so cool. I was a little bummed that I didn't, I didn't know about y'all. Are you, I think you said Ken that you probably weren't around when I was still in Houston, but three keys yeah. at that point was probably just a twinkle in, right. in, in oh. our eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm about to start on my second coffee. So are we tasting yet or we're waiting and doing like a side-by-side tasting? Okay. All right. So can I sneak a taste in? You can sneak a taste in, please. I've been working to get the ocean wavy, trying to mix it up so we get some stuff to support the maybe. Uh, wasn't sure, but now the shore is gone. Yeah, not a lot left to fill the void. Uh, got a lot of feelings amidst the noise. Uh, got a premonition I can't avoid. I choose life, I pick the right option. Freedom, like I missed tonight's auction. But you want two minutes on this one? Okay, so we'll do two minutes on this one. So yeah, it's like jazz, um, kind of talking about a music thing. So it's been very that's the that's the one genre that I'm able to like if I want to pull an all-nighter, like I'm listening to like jazz. I can just pop it on and just let it play. Um, and I don't have to really skip songs or whatever. Um, so yeah, it, it, it uh, is very helpful in terms of like productivity and creativity and stuff like that. Um, that's why we've tried to incorporate that um, as much as possible into, you know, how, into our approach for coffee and our expression of coffee. Um, and it also is a way of, yeah, it's just, um, there's a lot of things. I mean, it's, it's, it's me connecting back with like my past and like my past as a musician. Um, what kind of playing did you do? I play trumpet. Um, I play trumpet all up through college. Um, so from when I was a little kid back in like third grade, all the way up until um, college, um, when I had to make that choice between like, do I want to do well in engineering and graduate or do I want to like flunk out of college? And <laughs> so and uh rest on my my trumpet playing laurels and i just kind of made that choice where i need to like put the horn down right i feel like he needs to clarify he didn't just go to any college to do like whatever so he was in the family marching band playing the trumpet so that's why it was more of a like all right a commitment <laughs> a commitment yeah. like a true like big deal for for yeah that time dedication but yeah all right, and so we begin. Kind of questioning Kenzo's technique. I see, feel like I see a dry grind. A single. A single grind. It looks like it wasn't properly. You know what? The other day I was. I was doing a session with like a coffee expert and I'm like damn <laughs> like it was it was first of all first and foremost amazing to be able to learn some stuff but damn it's like if there was any other way to highlight like how little I know you know the best way is just to talk to someone who actually really knows <laughs> see I already fucked up I should have been finished already <laughs> here I am talking to y'all <laughs> I'm multitasking Especially these darn pour overs, man. Requires so much right. focus, right, and attention to detail. Who came up with the pour over? <laughs> I decided, I like, man, I'm about to like, like someone dra came up with gravity drain this in a cone. You know what I mean? Like, we can't. So I think, all right, my his if history, if I know correctly, if I remember correctly, Kim X is German. B60s are Japanese, of course. And this might be Japanese. Yeah, um, AeroPress is American. I guess French press is French. Right, <laughs> 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 you know, It's like culturally appropriate. So I'm calling it French press and it's not French. Um, but I think it's fascinating, like, you know, the elegance of like a Japanese pour over versus like the just 
not elegant look of an arrow press. It's just kind of like very functional. Yeah. It took me a while to like the arrow press. I'm still kind of on the fence about it. Like, it's just like, I don't like all these parts. Um, yeah. You know, how much, how, how often do I really need like an on the go, mm-hmm. you know, pour, you know, brewing method, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I'm just kind of on the fence. I'd just rather go to a coffee shop and get me a, <laughs> a Americano for all of that, you know. Uh, I've never used my own stereos. I, I do only, pretty much the only places I go, my boyfriend's. So, like, when I'm staying over there, I have an AeroPress over there. You should uh, gift him some uh, coffee equipment for Christmas. You don't know what to do with it. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's for him. <laughs> oh, okay, I got you. <laughs> Oh, y'all done? It's like, you're done. I think so. Yeah, well, it's pretty done. It does make it sweeter. It does? It makes it. It's 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 almost like a different coffee. Really? Almost, yeah. Yeah, very much so. This one is more like cacao, and this Mm -hmm. one's more like cherry. Like with a hint of cacao. Okay. Damn. I'm turning into that person. You can even kind of smell it but. like so like there's like when i first started roasting i was like man i'm not about to be like that guy that like oh, oh yeah when you wrote when it i really when you brew this you have to brew it a certain way to get the flavor that i desire you know from the roast so but now i'm kind of turning to that guy because i'm really seeing like the, the the difference i used uh the word complexity to describe a coffee for the first time the other day i did uh, snap. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, new stuff. Did uh, virtual cupping and described it as Kool Aid. So. Yeah, I was like, this is like great Kool Aid. <laughs> but I, it reminded me of like when I was a kid and it was packed full of sugar in a cup, you know, and it was. Great I'm, I'm sure there's a more pretentious word out there we could call it, but he's like, look, it tastes like Kool Aid. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm about to like, I'm about to enter these stuffy, you know, environments and like just kind of, you know, <laughs> impart some, uh, some uh, just normal, yeah, normalcy, but like just impart some just like general terms that people can connect to, you know, like if yep. relatable terms, if you like a black kid or just any kid growing up and like the sweet things that you tasted Kool-Aid were like, like, yeah, everybody knows what Kool-Aid tastes like. Not everybody knows what mm-hmm. black current tastes like or something you know what i'm saying like what the heck is a current i still haven't had a current right think. or right to to your knowledge I don't know. yeah yeah but. but i do know what grape preserves from cracker barrel tastes like the, the grape <laughs> jelly like i was describing that one day and i was like that's what it, man it tastes like that cracker barrel you know that really good jelly that you know you ask for some more biscuits so you can take some home uh-huh. with, you know <laughs> um so yeah and that's so yeah you know talking about the flavor well we just wanted to you know do something that was like let's make it easy to read and to kind of you know relate to identify with take out some of the like take away some of the complex terminology and describe it in a way that maybe people would like huh you know like that that, that mm-hmm. does feel like vibrant you know jubilant and then you know connect the 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 actual flavor notes to that you know mm-hmm. if you want to take it there Mm-hmm. um and then also like you know if you notice like on our coffees like we don't put elevations like there's a like qr code where you can find that information if you're interested in it mm-hmm. um so on the package qr code that takes you to our website where you can find all that but we really want it to be very much just like this is the region yeah, okay. um yeah and that's we have the country of origin. Most of our stuff is single origin, so we will say if it's single origin. But yeah, you want all of those other details? Yeah, go here. <laughs> all the rest of us is like, hmm, I want an approachable coffee. Yeah, it's like, and you're just curious about like, oh, that's from Tanzania, like that. Yeah, mm, I wonder what that tastes like. And you, you know, that's that's the most you'll get, you know, <laughs> from from the introduction. And and we're not trying to intimidate you. We're actually trying to invite you. That's why we have like you know, um, cool designs, um, vibrant designs, um, it, it's, it should be inviting. Um, and then, you know, from there, 
um, just have the conversations around it. Um, yeah. if, and then if, on the back is the link to get to our, the playlist for it. Yeah. So oh, okay. Our um, playlist page, playlist which page. has, we actually have just one page for all of our playlists. So people kind of realize that like, oh, it's not just one playlist. We have like one for every podcast. And I swear we're not trying to like pub our brand right now. We're, we're not. just kind of having conversations. Oh yeah, okay. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's exactly what I wanted to talk about. It's because y'all's approach is yeah, this I was like so drawn to y'all's approach. Not only is like it, it a cool concept, but it's it feels real. It feels down to earth, and that's something that I was like really missing when I got into coffee. Damn, no color. It's like everyone who talks about coffee, they they're like very precise with their language. They they talk about science. They talk that they use like the fancy words, currents, bergamot, you know, all that. Um, which is cool. I mean, that works. It works, you know, for the industry. It works for some people. But if if we could just mix it up a little bit in coffee and like right. bring in other cultures, we could have like more relatability to more people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what what I've really been missing. So like, I was so happy to find the online community where that actually exists. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah I'm I'm really hoping we can bring more of that to this like to the real world. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely. I mean, definitely having that that huge online community lets you know you're not you're not alone. You know, if people kind of look at just what's in their local environments. A lot of times, maybe it is pretty challenging to find other people, um, you know, who kind of can relate to different back, your backgrounds and experiences and stuff. But we're able to find that online and maybe it's not in your city and it's like you realize there's this whole group of people out there and it it starts to make you feel like okay we we do belong here like we are welcomed in this space um so yeah yeah, kind of reduces that imposter syndrome yeah like i mean kind of the crazy story like um just kind of meeting like for instance steven zinnerman um you know we connected online and then we started realizing that we had a lot in common like both marched in the band, both from Georgia, like um, dads roasting coffee. And it's like, dude, I thought I was the only person out here doing this, but actually there's people like me doing this too. And that's cool, man. And, and so, um, yeah, would have never, would have never uh, made that connection had it not been for like the online communities. Uh, we'd have just kind of been in our, you know, separate worlds or regions um, and, and not really having that opportunities connect. So. Um, that that is that has been a, a, a definite benefit um and um yeah uh just kind of embracing it because i mean kizzle's kind of pushed me to be more active like from a social media perspective because i was just kind of like just very hesitant about you know and putting myself out there just being out there like that or whatever um but um it's been uh you know it's, it's been rewarding so been enjoying it yeah. I do feel myself following this trap though, like, you know, kind of checking my Instagram much more than I used to. I was starting to it because I didn't see anybody initially, but I would have given up if that I had continued to be the case. Mm-hmm. Damn, really, no one's out here that kind of looks like me. And I'm just out here in this void by myself talking about coffee to nobody. They're like, oh, shit, people, <laughs> other people are interested. Right. <laughs> you have you have a great energy I mean it's like how can anybody like not see some of your stuff some of your content I remember when I can't even remember when I saw your account for the first time but I was like I'm like scrolling I'm like oh okay playing the guitar she plays the guitar acoustic I know you listen to the Beatles right (laughs) (laughs) found her like (laughs) soulmate I put him on to it. My kids, my kids know them now. I mean, Zane likes to sing some of them. Uh, but anyway, um, but I do. I was gonna say I like the idea of the video as well because so we've recorded like a few podcasts, but they were like audio podcasts, and I mean they were a lot of fun and everything. But I think it's it's just nice to see the facial reactions and. Uh, you know, actually talk to somebody and I don't know, I feel like it's a bit more inviting and more com- comfortable mm-hmm. sort of, yeah. Then like when you're kind of audience, and then you're thinking like you say something and then you're like, oh, what do they think about? Right. 
<laughs> it's, it could it could be a little awkward sometimes with those, but I like your approach to the video podcast. Thank you. So oh, thank to, you. to tuning in and seeing all the the other great folks you're gonna have. Yeah. Yeah. I'm <laughs> did you? Uh, I mean, did you? Do you have your notepad? Have you wrote down like your findings from your experiment? Um, you know, kind of. Taking this right, do we have a hypothesis? One of my like earliest reasons for wanting to do this was because I watched a lot of coffee YouTube videos, and like I said, this it's a lot of kind of the same. The approach always seemed like clean video, like professional and numbers, science, which I like, that's why I watch them, but there was nothing that that spoke to me culturally. There is nothing that, like I was looking for, for casual, you know? And so that's what I kind of wanted to provide. Like, I don't really think there's anything professional about <laughs> at least the, the typical definition or idea of professionalism about my videos. And I kind of don't want to be bothered to, to do that. <laughs> That's not right. with like writing down, taking notes. That's just me being yeah. lazy and with it. And I was just giving you a hard time. Right. Anyway, yeah. Why are you doing that? <laughs> but, <laughs> but to your point, like I think, you know, as a as a viewer, you know, um, this will probably be much more much easier to watch and kind of watch from start to finish mm-hmm. versus like the videos that you're talking about, like if Anybody who's like me, I'm like, all right, let me fast forward, let me figure out where I want to be in that, video, you know, and then just kind of get that part and then just kind of go, mm-hmm. go about my day. Um, but something like this where it's conversational, mm-hmm. informal, not pre, mm-hmm. you know, not scripted, um, we're just kind of figuring it out as we go. Um, people get an opportunity to kind of get the, the, the real us uh, as we go through this. So, um, yeah, I, I like the format. I even, um, and even kind of on the subject of live videos, um, Antoine, he posted like a espresso video like a month or two ago, two months ago. And I swear, Kenzel wasn't, couldn't pull a a decent shot to save her life prior to that video. Like there's a ton of YouTube. I was watching a bunch of stuff on YouTube and I'm just like, it's not working. I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) And then Antoine posted like, this just very simple, like, you know, made it easy. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, like, <laughs> I, I just was kind of overthinking it or like, I'm trying to like follow their guidelines to a T or it's like, you have to do this and that and this and that. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and they'll, be, like, they'll have you overthinking it. Cause they're yeah, like, I was know. totally overthinking the whole process. Yeah. And I remember, I think it's, been, I think his videos maybe like five minutes and it was right. just like, man, like how many, how much time did I spend on YouTube? Like trying to figure out how to fucking pull this person. <laughs> yeah when i used to be a, a trainer for other baristas at first i was half i would like send them a link to a youtube video and then i i pretty quickly realized that that's not actually that helpful once i figured out played around with it myself and figured out how to like pull espresso shot do lattes that's when I started watching videos and they became more helpful to me then once I kind of already knew what I was doing mm-hmm. just being simple straightforward and real and not trying to bombard like yeah. people with all the words all the things that you have to pay attention to all at once like that's just not that's a lot I have so much like, respect for Marisa seriously yeah like, it, I think I think because like those videos too man I think there's a part of you know being a barista that's about intuition and like a feel having a feel for it and that doesn't necessarily translate over well in those videos like they try to be like you know this rigid like all right look for two to one or you know kind of like time 20 seconds or whatever yeah um but that takes away the intuitive nature of what you're doing or the art of what you're doing Mm kind of same with roasting like you can get caught up into like numbers and curves and it takes away from the sensory part of what you're doing um so yeah yeah i think there is definitely an opportunity oh so to her point mad respect for baristas like mad mad respect for um talented baristas that like um 
you know, that honed in on their crafts and are able to like create these amazing drinks because it takes a lot of effort to freaking dial in, uh, dial in your espresso correctly. Like, you know, um, not just being one tiny facet of everything right. that they Let do. Let me you know, friend, Latin, I'm like, yeah. how do y'all do this? Like, man, people just don't understand what goes into like what, that end product of what they receive, whether it's like picking up a bag of beans off a shelf and not really giving a damn about like how it was roasted or, you know, asking for, you know, cortado or something and not really kind of understanding like, all right, like a good one has this, these elements to it that mm-hmm. a, a good barista will deliver. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. What, Nikki, I don't know completely like your whole background right. in coffee. Enough, enough about us. What about you, Nikki? <laughs> <laughs> My background in coffee. I started it at Starbucks. Like everything I learned about coffee came after Starbucks. I don't shit at Starbucks, but it got me to realize <laughs> that, that like there, there might be something to, to this whole industry. And then I, from there, I was kind of moving around a lot, going from like barista to team lead to general manager and then cafe manager. And it was like each place, it's been just fascinating to, because like every time I learn that there's so much more to learn about mm-hmm. coffee. Every shop does does things differently. But I guess I have made us wait long enough for, for these. Y'all been trying it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been, they're basically been almost all, gone. Yeah, we've been all, all <laughs> through this. Man, you know what? As it cool, as both cooled down, um, I will say, when you say citrus, you mean like lemon Lim- citrus or like, like lemon for me. Mm, I don't know about women. We have completely different taste buds. Well, it's kind of interesting because as they cooled, I felt like this became more acidic and this actually um, lost, you know, like lost some of that cacao acidity, that chocolate acidity that I was Mm -hmm. tasting. Um, So one minute started off like strong like strong acidity and kind of like you know faded um and then this one kind of started off like sweet but then as it cooled down it became brighter like more acidic which is i would say makes it more complex (laughs) (laughs) okay interesting i um so i did 30 seconds two minutes for Maybe y'all can tell me, because I'm wondering what this milk is. I taste it. I think maybe it's the bergamot. Can y'all tell me what bergamot is? Hmm. So bergamot is an orange. It's like it a is? citrus. It's like a citrus. Uh, that's it's it. like a, it's green. With... See, and that's what that's why that's what we bothered me. Like, <laughs> just put orange. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say. Like. You got people like Googling what the hell bergamot is, which is that's cool, but you know, where am I going to be able to go to fucking like, HEB or, you know, Trader Joe's to get a bergamot? Probably not, and, you know. This has, ne- this has notes of nectarine and bergamot. So, I- <laughs> so <laughs> double citrus. <laughs> All right, let's get more of what you're yes. tasting. What do you All think right. about it? I get so I so I get more I was getting more of like a little bit more sweetness I, I was kind of surprised I couldn't tell more of a difference to be honest but that could be because I was fucking up <laughs> like I was perfectly <laughs> consistent I'll be honest about that but I did in the two minute long bloom while it was hot I tasted a little bit more of the honey but as it cools it's not like I don't taste a difference really in the sweetness, but the longer bloom time one is getting more like acidic. Like I'm getting more of the, I guess the bergamot is what I'm tasting. That citrus. Mm. So cooling, I like the first one better. That short bloom time. I'm not getting much citrus acidity because I, I don't really like that too much anyway. Not when it turns citrusy, but that's cool. When it was hot, I like the longer bloom time. It was more. Mm. So you okay? So you don't. You mentioned you don't really like the citric flavor. 
citric acidity type coffees. So that means like, for instance, like Kenyans aren't really at the top of your list of. Um, yeah, I still don't know about like origins and how they, how they come into play with flavors. I got you. No, that's fair. We'll say that. What? Well, Malik is like the, the apple. Yeah, Malik is an apple. But I'm just kind of saying like oh, origin versus like flavor. Like, so for instance, like Kenyans are, not that they're notorious for like citric acidity, high citric acidity, but you know, that's something like if you, if you were looking for some citrus notes, you know, a washed Kenyan AA would be kind of like along that, that uh, profile. Okay. Um, one thing that's interesting about like like what you're drinking is I'm typically not a fan of like washed Ethiopias because I feel like if I get an Ethiopia, I want Ethiopia natural. You know, I feel like, you know, the washed Ethiopias um, just don't pack the flavor, you know, comparable to the, to the naturals. So I tend to like turn my nose up at <laughs> washed Ethiopians. Okay. I can get a natural. Yeah. Why Ethiopia? Why why does that not really do well for you with wash? Well, I mean it's just like when you taste the difference between an Ethiopian or when you taste an Ethiopian natural, like if you cup, if you're cupping yeah. and you have a, a side by side natural versus uh, a wash process, I just feel like nine times out of ten the natural wins out like it just kind of will it's very memorable like they're very memorable coffees um, I think in general across the border just with Ethiopians. uh specific specifically with ethiopians okay um but across the board naturals i i just kind of i guess i might be preferential towards naturals but um uh they're just they the the aroma is a lot sweeter, like you get like, you know, much sweeter aromas um, that translates well into the cup where you get sweeter cups. Um, so yeah, it, it, yeah, for me, it's kind of like, if I'm gonna get an Ethiopia, like I'm probably, I'll probably always prefer um, a natural. It, it isn't particular to like Ethiopian coffees, but it's very prominent, you know, for Ethiopian coffees. I think Brazilian coffees, um, it's common to have natural process Brazilians. I feel like this could be, <laughs> this could a, be future a future topic yeah. um, <laughs> for yeah. your, no, I'm serious, like, oh, a, yeah. like okay. a wash versus natural in mm. like the same region. Like and cup, yeah, I was actually, as a matter of fact, because I was cupping some Rwanda, like same, same uh, uh, farm, wash versus natural um i cut that the other night and it was just it's a night and day difference um so i will say if you do not like your coffee to be on the sweeter side absolutely go with a uh, wash process um but if you kind of enjoy like the sweetness that you know, sweeter notes in coffee um natural wins out all the time damn near all the time thank you with these um with these coffee experiments it's almost like she's having she's doing like versus battles for coffee right yeah it does feel like a versus battle <laughs> it does feel like gg versus gucci man in the cup <laughs> not to be confused with gucci man shout out to coffee black oh, right <laughs> <laughs> so yeah next versus battle will be uh wash, wash versus, versus natural. natural all right so to close out what has made y'all feel not caffeinated enough lately parenting is a constant i'm not caffeinated enough um, <laughs> yeah oh i saw that it, it had a birthday is that yeah our yeah. youngest he had a birthday um it was so funny because so he's turning two and we were singing happy birthday and we had like a couple of kids we you know trying to honor covid restrictions and everything um and so we go to sing happy birthday. And I guess he did not realize up until this point that it was his birthday. And so we're singing and when we get to happy birthday to Kai, his face, he was like, like what? what? <laughs> this was my, me? Hold on, I thought we were just like quiet and eating cake. But 
anyway, because I guess at two year old you're, or two, you're not processing like birthdays and celebrations quite yet. But, um, but yeah, the kids we were we were fighting with our four year old this morning to try to get him to eat a blueberry. He does not do any a fruit single blueberry at all. Just one. Just blueberry. one blueberry. Just yeah. one. Try to try to even like you know. Uh, uh, I guess bribe him by saying that like you know, we weren't gonna yeah, yeah Santa's not gonna give you any gifts and he said he's like I'm calling I'm going upstairs to call Santa and so <laughs> we were like he went upstairs he actually went upstairs I don't know what you did but <laughs> I called Santa you gotta call him tell him you gotta make good on your on your promises Right. And he came back downstairs, and then Zane was still just like, I'm not eating this blueberry, though. Like, I don't care. Um, so then we tried to tell him that Black Panther eats blueberries. And that's how he gets that, like, purple, like, you know, stuff that lights up in his suits yeah. and stuff. Nice. Um, he started to be more intrigued by the idea, but he still was, like, very reluctant. So then we had to sandwich it between pieces of sausage. <laughs> He finally tried it, but then I could tell he was chewing in this really weird way. Like people are going, mm -mm. And I was like, what like, are you doing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then like, so then I realized that he has found a way to eat all of the sausage and leave the blueberry like on the side the of his mouth. I'm like, you know what? I, I, I quit. Yeah. I'm not caffeinated enough for this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Our oldest four-year-old, like he, yeah, I feel I never feel caffeinated enough. Not caffeinated. Yeah, I'm not caffeinated never, enough never, to never, never caffe not caffeinated. Wait, never, never too caffeinated to I'm never over caffeinated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And yeah. then, oh, and then, you know, Miss Not Caffeinated Enough herself is like, you know, I'm going to post this late post, uh, and it's decaf, so it's only 3%, but you shouldn't, you shouldn't, you can't post stuff like that saying you shouldn't be caffeinated, right? and, and then say not caffeinated enough. <laughs> Even when you're I sleeping, mean, you should have some caffeine pumping through those veins to wake up. This man will make a cup of coffee at like 11 p.m. and just... I mean, right. I I can't, it's not yeah. exclusive though. I can, I can want to avoid caffeine at night and <laughs> proclaim that I'm not caffeinated. It's tough for us. I mean, I don't want to get like too far. I know we were trying to like wrap it up, but like, cause we're still working mm -hmm. that we have to stay up late in order to do three keys business um because we still have our day jobs and so when would we find the time to keep three keys running and so we have to wait until and then the kids they don't want to go to sleep until super late and it's hard so sometimes we do have like 1 a.m 2 a.m nights or later of trying to do stuff yeah i didn't realize that three keys <laughs> not your day job you got three keys and you got other jobs yeah like yeah, when I said that, I pull all nighter, it's like literally to do both jobs. Yeah, like so. Yeah, I'm never. I never feel caffeinated enough ever. I was actually complaining to her. I was like, man, three keys. Like, man, I feel like I'm doing homework and like it's so much work to do. And because like, it's not. I mean, I, I think. Um, how do I say this? Like, it's not like we make anything from this really to like you know for it to be viable for us to like just walk away from our day jobs this is like something that we do because we're really we passionate it. about it right and we love it we love, yeah um we so enjoy it and, yeah. every and, and every <laughs> if we do make a little something like we essentially put that back into the business to like get new equipment or something or to like create a flavor <laughs> like you know just kind of work on like our aesthetic um even more to enhance that um so yeah, like the hours that we put in is just really because we love doing what we do. Um, but sometimes it's just like, man, I am tired and I just want to <laughs> shut this thing down for like a week. And I don't know, like if I asked you, because I was like, yeah. All right, we probably have like way too much going on right now. We don't want to just be thrown on the show. We want to, you know, nope. spend some time, spend some time with three keys. But. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot have 
I cannot have too much coffee. I'm just, I'm just, I'm always trying to try new coffees. Yeah, I hope we can do this again sometime. We can do that versus battle. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can use it. We can do like a three keys flavor wheel experience. So let's have our, like we're going to get posters made, send one of those to you, send the coffee, and then let's kind of talk about it and like what sort of emotions does this coffee evoke? I have not touched at all on the emotion aspect or musical aspect of like how, what coffee can bring and how it can make you feel. So that that's exciting. Else flavor will mm. is dope. That, yeah. The crazy thing is like, I think people, most people's introduction to coffee has some form of like nostalgia or emotional aspect to it. Yeah. And I, I would say 50% of people like, can directly connect it to like an experience with their grandparents and that's yeah you know and and so three keys like the you know part of why we started this was like because of something I wanted to do to honor my granddad so we want to like make our coffees about like just more than just kind of um again like these terms on a sheet of paper but more about like the emotional connection to it or the 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 sensory connection to it so um, yeah very intentional about this stuff please bring that to the space continue to bring that to the space that that's what i've been missing man thank y'all for existing (laughs) (laughs) thank you thank you yeah absolutely Mm. thank you thank you so much um for inviting us to chat with you right i feel like I don't know. It's, I mean, I know we're over a Zoom call, but I feel like we're like face to face, just having a just conversation amongst friends. Oh, so nice. I really right. enjoyed this. It even yeah. looks like, I mean, I know y'all looking at your screen, but it even looks like we're making direct eye contact. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, this is fun. I'm going to let y'all get back to what you're doing and probably go back to Instagram. I'm not going back to Instagram. I'm going to do some work. Right. Don't, yeah. You do not need that shot of dopamine right now. You can hold it off for like, you know, <laughs> I got coffee. I just drank both. I didn't, I didn't call the coffee. I did not mean to do that. I'm probably gonna make some more. Thank right. you. Bye. And I can't avoid. I choose life. I pick the right option. Freedom like I missed tonight's auction. But my boat done missed the tight dock now. I'm gonna get to my island. I'm wondering.